Hello, this is Trina B with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta. Today I have two beautiful guests who will be joining me today, Miss Yolanda and Miss Londa. Hi ladies, how are you doing? Hi. Hey, how are you today? I'm doing great. Could you please tell everyone who you are and what you do? My name is Londa, also known as Miss Changer Trajectory. Um, you can find me on social media, social media as Change uh, Change What Londa A. So what I am, I am an author. I am also a coach for women looking to change the trajectory of their lives so they can walk confidently in their purpose. Hi, I'm Yolanda Lewis. I am um, the founder of The Swain Professional. I have um, been an executive for about 18 years in a large public-facing organization, and now I have my own independent organization that just helps women win. So you can find me on um, Instagram at The Swank Pro, um, and I'm looking forward to connecting with women. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. So today's topic is body image. Um, and when you think about and when you all first seen the subject, like what did you think about? Like what was your first thing, like thought about body imagery? Wow, so many things behind that topic. I was like, you know what, I can relate. I have so much to say, um, especially when it comes to, you know, when you first meet someone. I think people make a judgment within four seconds. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like, of course, first appearance and first impression is everything. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, look your best, but at the end of the day, somebody's going to always make a judgment. You yes, know, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know, if you dress well or if you dress, you know, just casual or whatever. So I have a lot to talk about that. Getting <laughs> in the flowing right now. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Body image is is really interesting because I'm from the Deep South. I'm originally from Alabama, but um, I've been in Atlanta for about the last 18 years. And, um, you know, living in the South is very interesting because we cook heavy, which means that we eat heavy. (laughs) And, um, you know, and that manifests itself in our body image. And I think that's very interesting. You know, that that whole concept is interesting. But then just working in spaces where you're supposed to walk in and be in perfect order. Um, And then just kind of, you know, this journey of being with friends who are always on the the first crash diet that that comes out. I can't tell you from keto to... Uh, right like so (laughs) anything and so for me it's like it it's ever-present reality and I'm just wondering like when we'll get over the concept of of the next fad and just um honor who we are change our diets and just be who we are you know and and so I'm I'm looking forward to this discussion because as a as the as are you vegan as well I'm the only vegan I might be the only vegan (laughs) I'm semi, I'm semi, semi vegan. But that transition has been a healthy transition. It has affected my body image in the opposite direction. So I'm I'm looking forward to the discussion. So I'm going to ask you ladies this. uh, Since we are talking about body image, now is there a point in time in your life where you felt like, okay, well, this is not really like my nose is too, you know, wide or too small. Like what is something that you felt like a <laughs> a part, a body part that you felt like. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I mean, all my life. Yeah, uh, but I, but I, but I think it's one of those things where we have to realize if it's coming from external pres- pressures yeah. of what is right. beautiful, right. as opposed to what we really think is beautiful. I mean, I used to think, no, no lie, I used to think that growing up, 
I was too tall and lanky. Yeah. And my <laughs> neck was too long. And I was just, just all kinds of crazy notions about myself. Until I grew up and I realized that models are tall. Yeah. yeah. They, they're really lanky. And no, I'm not a model, but... but you know, the cues that I was getting was you're too tall, you're too lanky, you're right, too skinny, right. etc. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, think, I think I've always, I've always had the impression that um, there were some things that I wanted to change. But I think the older I've gotten is I've allowed myself to reset, right, and just determine that I want to be beautiful in my own way and right, I just start right, showing up that right, way right. Um, but I think I think everything from um, are you too heavy or um, do I go to the gym six times a day do I need to change my nose listen my nose is big I'm not gonna change it um, but it fits me it right. fits who I am right. and I and I think when you show up with confidence it just works out yeah yeah definitely, definitely. agree I definitely agree with the confidence part because when you show up and you're just you know this is me this is who I am Nothing else just matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people think. And so I feel like my struggle as far as when I was, you know, growing up was my breasts. Yeah. You know, I feel <laughs> like, you know, they're not even full grown yet, you know. And, I mean, TMI, but I'm like, you know, why is it dark enough around, you know, right, the right, round right. part? And I'm just like, I feel like a baby. It's like some baby breasts. And then on top of that, I, you know, was ashamed of me having stretch marks there. Uh And I was just like, I want to have a nice full chest that sits upright. But, of course, as time went by, then they got a little, you know, a little bit low still because I had a kid. And I was just like, you know, I have to accept that. It is what it is. I don't think that I will have plastic surgery. I mean, if I had the option, I would. But right now, I'm going to love it, you know, every bit of it. So, I think it's just about, just like Shalonda said, just being confident in it. Yeah. I mean, everybody going to talk regardless if right. you got the blessed breast implants or if you don't. So Right. Yeah, yeah I definitely can agree with both of you all. Um, as a child, I think... I was teased so much about my lips, like, it was so, like, I literally had days where I would just cry or I just felt like an oddball or something. You know, kids, they always make fun of and pinpoint different things, Um, and, like, growing up, you had to kind of have some type of backbone because people would tease you about any and everything, Um, and it wasn't until after, I think, um, high school... When I kind of began to accept it, I was like, you know what? It's so many people talking about lips now, and like, <laughs> and then I was getting several compliments too. So yeah. it was like a reverse thing, now like, yeah, yeah. So like in school, everybody was talking about me and big lips, and now it's everybody's like, oh, you know, oh, you know, you're beautiful and this and that. And I was like, okay, cool. So right. I kind of grown to accept it, and that would be like the only problem that I really had, like growing up, and that was a lot <laughs> for yeah. me to deal with on yeah. a daily basis with people calling you names and things like that. Um, but um, you said something about plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, um, there's so many people, you know, getting the body alterations and, you know, so many things that are going on right now as you know, different drugs you can take. I mean, just different things to help shape your body into the perfect body that you want. Um, you said something about uh undergoing the knife so how do you really feel about undergoing the knife and for those who do get like plastic surgery and things like that do you look at them differently do you feel like um they're doing this just because they want to fit in or you know right so i feel like it's everybody's choice to do whatever they you know want to do with their own body mm-hmm. 
However, I feel like it's a problem when it starts getting too much on the side to where it's like you can't even recognize who you were before. Yeah. And it's addicting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just really messing up yourself instead of enhancing your beauty. You're like really, you know, tearing it up. Yeah. So yeah. I just feel like there's definitely nothing wrong with it. I mean, a little something here and there, you know, <laughs> just to make the, you know, boom, bow, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. But if you're going to be extra with it to the point to where can't nobody even remember how you looked before yeah that's just too much for me i'm sorry yeah Yeah. i agree with that i agree that you know i think um i think it's an option for those who want to do it and i definitely think you should do whatever makes you happy i just i think that it's becoming so much of a trend and we're just responding to I hate to go back to this whole media thing, but, right, but right, we're, we're right. responding to what other people are telling us to accept as normal, and that is the issue. Um, and and to be honest, what is normal? Right, right. right. Like so, so <laughs> if it's normal to have a big butt, and if it's normal, is that normal? My, yeah. That's not my norm. I don't have that. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, again, so, as us, yeah. as you know, black women, we had those features before, right. Right. and now that. Again, media and yeah. everything has put it out there a little more. Everybody wants it. It's like, okay, we were where mm-hmm. half of us was already born with it. <laughs> right, right. But, but you know, I think that I think that if you, I know women who legitimately want to change some things about themselves, and I think you should be able to do that. But I think it should be an independent decision that doesn't have to um, be swayed or um, make you go broke because right. someone else is telling you what right. you should look like. Um, and so at the end of the day, I think culturally, not just culturally, but just just what we respond to has to change. Um, if you have a, a, a beautiful set of women like we are today dressed relatively conservative, that's just as beautiful as if we have on something that is overly fitting. And right, sh- right. And so I, I just think we have to change what we believe internally and I don't oppose anybody doing any type of surgery, but I think it's just an independent decision about what right. you think is, um, you know, beautiful. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you said, Trina, it changes. Like, yeah. trends, fashion, everything is changing. <laughs> and that's on a daily <laughs> you thing. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of women who have been under the knife. And because of, you know, people's opinions, they feel like they want to just get it all taken out now. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because people are making them feel some type of way or however you're having like health problems things right, like that right. so yeah know, so have you original. all um have <laughs> you heard about Kate michelle yeah you know with her you know taking some of the right. items like how do you feel about that because you just said that people yep. were you know so i felt like i guess maybe people did get to her but in the beginning she was so confident mm-hmm. and everything like so i really i think i heard her say one time she was ready to be able to fit in the more fashionable clothes, you know, yeah. where it's like loose fitting and being that she had, you know, the butt implants or injections or whatever it was that she had, she wasn't able to wear that attire appropriately, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, instead of a clothes with something that's runway, it would yeah. be more of a, you know, body Urban. kind yeah, outfit, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I just feel like, I just feel like, Oh, no, I'm you sorry, y'all. I, I don't know what I was looking at, that but was awesome. I just feel like 
Yeah, so. But you have, I don't have a whole lot to say about the K. Michelle thing. Um, you know, it's been, I, I, yeah, I watched it, but it wasn't something that really um, caught my attention. You know, what catches my attention is just the mental anguish that women go through when they're trying to fit in. Right. And right. I think that everything is, you know, my mom used to say this, and, you know, none of us listened to our moms when we were younger, right? We were like, yeah, yeah, thanks. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we've all been told that these things are fads, right? And the most difficult thing, and I think Kay Michelle and any other woman who has, um, who, who's tried to respond to what the world tells us to respond to, is that... The world is finicky, man. They, they are, it's finicky, meaning okay. that this is good today, right? And tomorrow is something else. Yep. And so, yep. when we start mentally, mentally taking on what's important to other people, it mm-hmm. just changes mm-hmm. who we are. You know, yeah. I think it kind of actually, all of that surgery may have made her a victim of being objectified yeah. by men. Yeah. Because sometimes, like even though I don't have plastic surgery, I do have curves. Sometimes I'm feeling feeling like I'm being objectified because of my curves and my body image. So I feel like that may have, you know, pushed her to want to, you know, get it removed as well. Because, you know, I'm not going to lie. A lot of men, I feel like, don't take those women serious. Oh, yeah. And in her situation, I believe at the time she was seeing someone, you know, she probably felt, okay, of course, this is something that's detrimental to my health. But also, I'm being objectified, and I want a real relationship, you know? And so she want to be normal. She wants to be normal. Yeah, so, yeah. I just feel like that could have been a lot of things, because it's happening. It happens every day. Yeah. So, with, uh, with what both of you all do, does appearance matter um, in your businesses? And if it does, please explain a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so... You know, this has been instilled in me since I was a kid. Because I used to live with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And she was just, like, real, like, you know what? Make sure your hair is combed. Get out of your pajamas at a certain time of the day. You know what I mean? Like, just make yourself look presentable. And I feel like now it's just not no choice. If I don't get up, you know, get myself together, then I don't feel right. I just don't feel right. And as far as being in my workplace, I feel like it's kind of different different because of the atmosphere they want you to dress more you know t-shirt jeans type you know I'm not that you know I like to come showing up or whatever I you know I'm a I like to be like kind of a boss like yeah yeah not saying essentially that I'm trying to be bossy yeah however that's been in me and I can't like demote myself or downgrade myself down to that level because you want me to fit in with the blend of the company right however in my own thing Oh yeah, I'm gonna swag it on up. Yeah, you know, yes. because I want people to, you know, get this vibe of. I want to know what her level of thinking is right. to make her feel disconfident. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. This energy because it's more than just appearance. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can put on a certain outfit and it make you feel, you know, all type of ways. Yeah. However, the person in it really is what makes it. Yeah. So that's why. That's why I really show up and try to be as presentable as possible. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. I think. I think. I agree with everything you said, Londa. Because I mean, I. I think that um, my business is leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so I. My thing is making leadership a lifestyle, and mm-hmm. at that point, right. you gotta show up like you're a boss, right? right. And so right. 
I'd say boss. Boss boss to me means something different than it means to a lot of people. Um, but boss for me means that you're bold, optimistic, skilled, and strategic, right? And so right. if you're going to be all of those things, you got to show up like, right, right. like so your appearance you definitely busy. has to be on point. And so I think your appearance comes into that all the time. But I think um, people treat you the way they see you. And so if they see you presenting yourself with a sense of respect, a sense of, you know, um, stature when you walk in the door, I think they start to treat you a little bit differently. And so that's been my thing. My thing is body image always comes into play. And, I, and I've and i been in, at this for, like, years. And I always talk to other women and I say, you know, we, we're just naturally curvy. And so sometimes we have to do a little more. You might have to buy a size up. Right, you may right. have to do a lot of things because you want people to respect you for who you are mm-hmm. and not necessarily all your curves. And that's right. important in the right. workplace. Um, um, and it's and important as you try to climb the ladder. It's important as you build your businesses. You want people to be at the table with you for the right reasons. Right. And so I think body image plays a part in it. But more importantly, I think the way you show up with your level of confidence and how you present yourself to the world is probably the most important thing for me. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with both of you all. Um, Like, when I started this platform, I was really, like, I'm really a cool, laid-back type of person. Like, I really don't like dressing up. Um, I really don't like wearing heels. I will wear, like like I told you, I'm from, like, my family's from Alabama, so I love to be barefooted most of the time. I will go outside barefooted, like, as a young child, I would run through the streets barefooted. So I'm like really this and coming into this arena is something different for me um, and something that I've been, you know, struggling with for the past year just because of this platform. And I've been so comfortable being who I am. But now it's like, okay, I have, you know, women who, you know, see what I'm doing and things like that. And it's like, okay, well, now I got to try to, you know, kind of change my image a little bit and try to look more, you know, (laughs) the part or whatever, because I'm cool and calm, but I do want people to respect me and see me as, you know, this educated female that I am. So that's why I kind of changed it up a little bit. I'm like looking at different trending clothes. I'm getting a stylist and things like that just to kind of help me build that image that I really want people, you know, to relate me to. Um, And then even too as well, like I'm a mom of five. So when I go out anywhere. Let's just go ahead and um, plug that real quick. Yeah, let me plug that. Yeah, let me plug that right quick. So, yeah, like, I'm a mom of five, so, like, when I do go places sometime and I do have on a nice dress or something like that, like, I'm feeling it because I've literally had five kids, and I'm like, wow, you know, and a lot of people will always tell me, like, wow, you look good to have five kids, and a lot of times I feel shameful to expose my body or show like some legs like I really don't wear skirts like that you know up until now I've been wearing skirts and dresses and stuff like that but I've really felt shameful about my body and and I've been this you know size forever (laughs) so when people always say oh you look good to have kids this and that and I'm just like well y'all don't really understand like yes I look good but at the same time I struggle with the same things other women you know struggle with you know after having kids and you know just things like that period like I have stretch marks and you know all that stuff too that I deal with so you know appearance yes I look good and you know everything like that but I do feel like some type of ways like when I do go places and when I do dress up like especially for my birthday I'm like you know what it's all no boundaries I'm just going to show everything because you know God blessed me with this and I'm definitely going to show it 
Um, and then, you know, going back to, you know, surgery and things like that, I never, because I'm real scared, like, I don't I'm scared to go under the knife, I will say that. Um, and I'm, like, the type of people, like you said, you're a vegan. So um, I love natural, you know, pure things like that. So I don't like things to go into my body and injecting and altering and things like that. So I will say that I probably would never go under the knife. Um, I probably wouldn't, like, take anything or anything like that. And that's why I'm like, oh, thank God, like, that my body is the way that it is. So I'm like, you know what? I don't think that I would ever, you know, do anything like that. And then if an opportunity does come, I definitely would probably have to be, like, knocked out. But honestly, I wouldn't know what I would get if I would ever go under the knife because my breasts are, you know, okay, my everything is all right. So I'm just like... You know, maybe I get some hair implants or something. I mean, it's all kind of stuff that's going on. <laughs> so I never know. But, um, yeah, so, and then what I do, too, as, like, being a marketer and an advertiser and being out and going to different places of business and things like that, they do look at you. They do look at your appearance. So um, it depends on what situation I'm in. Sometimes I'll be, like, casual dress and look real professional. And then um, I get, you like, when people, when they see me dressed up and stuff like that, they're like, oh, wow, you look real, you know, put together. You like a lawyer or something. And it never fails, like, every time. Because I've been doing, like, networking for the longest. So anytime that I go to, like, a networking event, I'm always going by myself. But my dress and how I dress, it catches people's attention. Um, people talk to me. They want to network with me. They want to know, like, what am I doing there? Because, honestly, when I walk in the room, it's like, okay, wow, she looks like a boss. She looks like she do something. Let me go ask her. Yeah, so let me go ask her what she do. So that's kind of how the um, conversations kind of open up for me as far as um, body image. But I do want to talk about you all's individual businesses, and I wanted to go into depth a little bit about what you do. So I'll start with you first um and tell everybody again what you do as a business all right so again my name is Wanda A also known as change with Londa so what I do I am an author but okay. I do um, coaching for women looking to change the trajectory of their lives mm-hmm. so they can walk confidently in their purpose okay so, so tell, oh. okay so you know what? I'm gonna tell you what this <laughs> actually derived from so um change with Londa basically started from a book title relinquish or reposition that I wrote and it was about my childhood and some of my adulthood and me coming into a confident woman and the many struggles that I struggle with to be a confident woman and so I just thought you know what I know I'm not the only girl in the world experiencing this same situation and plus being that I came from a a, you know a background that I would say was not a you know a good point to be potted in not as far as like you know abusiveness or anything but as far as environment you know you got those negative environments that just stir you in the wrong direction and I was just like you know what I feel like a lot of other women can really benefit from this so it's just me telling my story right now to women on how to change the trajectory of their life the route that you need to take and understand that there is purpose within you and you don't have to have anyone to define you. You define your own self. You need to crown your own self. Right. So that's basically what my coaching is really about. Just you defining your own self and walking confident so you can be the boss, be the author, be the, you know, business owner, whatever it is that you're trying to do. So that's what my, you know, thing is all about. So do you have, like, is it a program or a membership? Yes, or? it is a program. However... 
right now what I am um, what am I what I'm doing right now is just doing speaking engagements to women. Okay. Okay. I will be opening up my coaching um, sometime soon. So y'all y'all gotta yes. follow me to yes. get the yes. So you gotta <laughs> follow me at Change with Londa A on Instagram so I can give you all those dates. But right now just follow me so I can keep you motivated and I can get you invited to um, those events that I'm gonna be doing and also my coaching sessions. So that's what it is. Okay, awesome. Now, I know you spoke a little bit about your book. So, yes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know so, what, girl? I'm sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> let sorry. me hear about the book. <laughs> yes. So the title of the book is called To Relinquish or Reposition. Okay. Um, if you would like to purchase it, you can definitely get it on Amazon.com or BarnesandNobles.com. I'm, I'm not playing. A lot of women, I let a lot of people read it and... Um, while I was writing this, I had a whole group of friends come over to my house, and I did like a reading. And instantly, because I started off with a story, um, a fiction story, and you know, going into chapter one, a lot of people just felt like so, you know, they were immersed in it and it gravitated, and they were able to resonate with it so much. And so it's just like me just being real and raw, like man, like. You know, I was in a family that I wished I wasn't ever planted in because then <laughs> yeah. I could have been a confident chick. I could have been, you know, the cheerleader, all the things that I wanted to be. So it's just basically you, in this book it talks about you having a choice. Either you're going to relinquish the thought of emerging or you're going to re- reposition your crown and keep it moving. So y'all got to check me out. It's on Amazon.com. It's called Relinquish or Reposition. Okay, and do you, are you going to um, have any other books coming out? I do. I am working on my next book. The next book is titled The Breakup Was a Blessing. Oh, All right, now. Okay. <laughs> this book was, is basically, literally supposed to be the first book. Relinquish or Reposition actually stemmed from a breakup. Okay. It was going to be me originally talk about a hardship and bashing men. But... <laughs> But I had to really sit back and analyze the situation, and it made me think to myself, you know what, Londa, this is some of your fault, too. You know, and if you think about those childhood crippling memories and things Wait a second, like wait a minute, y'all. We are at the Aviation Center in Cobb Parkway, and the plane is about to take off. Oh, my God, it's so cool. <laughs> so if y'all hear that, that is what is in the background. Okay, so it's not as loud as I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah, so it was basically supposed to be about me bashing men. However, it turned into me, like, really thinking about all my childhood situations that I've been through. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what, I need to analyze and change some things about myself. So now the breakup was a blessing. It's going to be here because literally if I would ever, you know, broke off that relationship, I wouldn't be doing the thing that I'm doing right now. Right. I'm so serious. Like, so... That's it. I like that. I like that. And I think a lot of times, like, for business owners and women who want to get into business, they always feel like they can't um, survive or succeed in their business because they have all kind of issues and things going on. But at the end of the day, we all are regular human beings, and we all have different issues and things going on. The thing that sets us apart is we go forth. We don't stay where we are when we're feeling those different ways. Um, so I'm going to go to you, Miss Yolanda, yeah. um, and tell me a little more about, you said <laughs> Shalanda, uh, it's Yolanda. Good. It's all good. Yolanda, Yolanda. <laughs> We're all here together. It's all good. It's Londa. It's Londa. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
all good. <laughs> so um, tell me a little bit more about what you do in your business. Yeah, so, you know, here's the thing. I've been um, building careers for people for a very long time. I've been an executive for like 18 years. And um, as I kind of got a little bit further in my career, I started to understand the importance of a tribe. The under understand the the importance of having a good playbook, um, and understanding that all women, I don't care who you are and how successful you are, we have some collective struggles, mm-hmm. and we have some collective um, tricks to the trade that mm-hmm. we need to share with each other. So exactly, exactly. I started my process, um, the Swing Professional, as a as a brand, um, really to start looking at the opportunity to share our collective journeys and and be a master strategist and help other women do exactly what it is that they've set out to do. Right. Um, and so part of that is leadership curation, holding events that really get to the heart of who we are as professionals and at the heart of what we want to really see our lives be. Um, and stop thinking about you have to be at the head of the table and understand that every time you walk into a room, there's a woman there that can help you. Right. The goal right. is to figure out who she is right. and what you can contribute to each other right. collectively. Right. So that's really what my brand is about. It's about me being a master strategist and helping people get to that next level speaking at events about self-leadership and how we can move forward. And then lastly, just being a leadership curator, curating experiences that say, I know you haven't been appreciated. I know people don't give you a pat on the back, but walk into this room and I guarantee you, you'll feel differently when you walk out. So that's, that's really what um, my brand is about and, and what I hope to give to other women. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Now you said that you were you're from Alabama and you've been here for eighteen plus years. Eighteen plus years. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how have your experience? How has your experience been um, with being here in Atlanta and you know meeting more business professionals and networking and socializing? Because what I find um, with the platform. Um, a lot of women, they're mm-hmm. attracted to it. They want to come yeah. out. They want to socialize. They want to network. But a lot yeah. of them fear um, coming out and networking yeah. and just coming outside of their shadows and, you know, their yeah. um, their comfort zone. Yeah. So what is something that you would suggest for them to, you know, start doing to kind of help them get out and network? Yeah. And how important is networking to you? So I think, well, networking is everything. <laughs> but what I will tell you is that um, the moment that you feel uncomfortable, is the moment that you're uh, like on the cusp of a breakthrough, right? Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. me, it's it's um, networking is uncomfortable. Coming out of your shell is uncomfortable. Um, applying for that big job that you've been trying to get at for a long time, starting that business that you wanted to start for a long time, it makes you uncomfortable. But what I would say is if you push yourself a little bit past that point, you can do remarkable things, um, and you're your own best advocate, and you're your own best enemy. So for me, it is the advice that I can give you is don't second-guess yourself. Make sure that um, what you're doing, it, w- what I've learned is that if it's not uncomfortable, it is not going to level up. It's not, it's not going to help you level up. The moment that you are uncomfortable is the moment that you are literally about to do something amazing and in the middle which is usually where we most of us are is that you have this concept and this idea I'm going to go to this networking event I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to meet somebody I'm going to do I'm going to do the work is in the middle get dressed 
Mm-hmm. Get dressed. Yeah. Put on your clothes. Yeah. Get in the car. Yeah. Sit outside. Pray if you have to. <laughs> pray if you have to. Yes. But walk in the room because at the end of that networking opportunity, at the end of that you know period of time where you put in the information for that business, that's where your breakthrough is. Right. And you can do remarkable things there. So I would just say um, be your own best advocate. Don't worry about people endorsing your idea and who you are because why do they have to have your why do you have to have their endorsement anyway right you right, matter right um so for me it, it is about just getting out of your own way and just moving forward right okay do you have yeah. anything to add to that um answer that question one more time <laughs> okay so what was the question about <laughs> are they going to come to the boss event that I'm having Okay. okay, so uh, about networking and yes. socializing, like how important do you think it is for individuals to network and for someone who is coming into the new business industry, you know, being here in Atlanta? Because, again, uh, most of our listeners are either they're out of state and they're coming to Atlanta, they're yes. new to Atlanta, so they really want to know what the market is like yes. for businesses because they've heard so many great things about okay. it. So, um, First things first. <laughs> Don't ever allow anyone to tell you that networking is not important. Yeah. I literally went to an event. I don't know how. It was like, I think last year, fall. Mm-hmm. And it was her event, and she said she never networked. Networking is fake. She doesn't like it. You have to act like something or someone else. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, I almost believed it a little bit. <laughs> I almost believed it. But... That's not the case. You have to network. And it's not about you being fake. It's about you're, how you being fake. You bringing on to people who right. you are. What right. you're bringing to the table, you know? Right. And so, it's a great experience in Atlanta. It's a lot of people willing to help. You know, it's a lot of people that most definitely will probably be in your same field or avenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people who are looking to find people who are just starting out and are willing to join and build with as well. Right. So Atlanta has been, you know, very good to me, like very, very good. And, you know, I feel like I'm super blessed to be around such empowered women who, you know, because this, just like I said, this is something that I've been always wanting since I was, you know, a young girl. So don't get discouraged, you know. Just like Yolanda said, if you got to pray about it in the car, yeah. take that deep breath and pray about it. But you have to show up. You have to show up. And it doesn't matter if you're going to stumble over your words. The first time when you talk to that first person that you're trying to network, take it as a learning lesson. Take a deep breath and keep going. Because, honestly, the people are really, you know, when you mess up, those are moments for correction. And the thing about it is nobody knows that you're messing up but you. you. But you. (laughs) But you. But in those moments, those are moments for corrections. Mm-hmm. I, I remember, like, one day I was going out, you know, just trying to get my book out there and have people, you know, interested in purchasing it. And I stepped to one lady, and I was just stuttering. I was just like, I lost all my train of thought. And she said something that, like, kind of knocked me to the left. And I was just, But I continued on with the conversation. And just her feedback and how she responded to what I was presenting to her, it made me recorrect what I was, you know, trying to sell to the people. So you just got to keep fighting and keep, you know, showing up as the person that you're looking to become. So Yeah, exactly. And one thing about networking is, um, like I said before, like I've never 
Well, coming into the business industry, I'm a sole entrepreneur. I started at 21, so I was really young when I started into business. And um, just me, because I, I was like, well, how do I get my services and things out there outside of, and this was before like social media and everything was really on on 10 like it is. Like I would literally go to different places. I would pass out flyers. Um, I would pin them to the bulletin boards and things like that. So I was like, you know, how do I get out and really reach the people that I need to reach? Um, and that was then when I discovered social media and how to network and, you know, go to events and things like that. So like my first couple of events I went to and it was like networking. social. like I love particular type of events. Now, I just don't go to, like, any old type of events. Like, I love, love, love just going to spectacular events, events that are outside of my industry in my area. Um, I love just, like, I'm, I'm very intrigued by education and just different things. So I love to go to different foreign events. So when I start, and that's when, like, I always stuck out like a sore thumb because usually I would be the only black person in the room because... These, these 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 events that I was tapping into, it was like it was something that we weren't interested right. into at the time. Right. So I felt like you know, okay, this is an untapped market. This is an untapped untapped industry that I'm in, and I'm here. And you know, I was nervous and and everything because I was the eyeball. Like I was literally the only person in there. So I'm like, okay. And you know, just by going to those different type of events, and I literally put myself out there. I really did. So I was like, you know what, if I'm going to go to networking events and things like that, I had to put myself all the way out there outside of my comfort zone and just go and do different things. So I started going to these events that were very different, made me very uncomfortable. And I started, you know, people started to come up to me and ask me different questions and things like that. And, you know, truth be told, when going to networking events and going to social events, it helped mold me into, you know, what uh, the entrepreneur that I am. And then also, like, with my business, and just telling people, hey, you know, this is what I do. Like, I will never forget, like, um, a couple of years ago, um, I went to, a, like, the Magic Show in, um, in Vegas. And it's like a, a market um, for, like, you know, a wholesale market. And um, I went out there by myself, and I went to this little bar or whatever, and, um, you know, I was really comfortable about because I do social media management. So I was real comfortable about doing social media management um, and the prices and everything that I have my clients and whatnot. So I met this guy at the bar, and he, he was like, so what do you do or whatnot? So it was like a small conversation, and I told him what I do. And he was telling me, he was like, well, you know, I have a friend that does that. And she charges this and that and that and that, and she does amazing and all this stuff. And, and, and you know, I was sitting there like, okay, I'm only charging people like, $200, you know, for, for social media management, and here he is, this lady that does the same thing that I do, um, and then I do more because I'm more involved into my clients. She's charging $1,000, $2,000 a month for social media management, and I'm like, okay, it kind of opened my eyes up to see, like, okay, you know, me talking about my business and, you know, discovering new platforms and different ways, you know, like he was just talking, like, giving me the whole business, I was like, okay. And it kinda, I was like, I felt kind of, kind of small <laughs> a little bit after he said that. I was like, you know what? Okay. So I mean, meeting people and just networking with you know random people and letting people know what your business is. I mean, it definitely opens up more. Um, it, it opens your eyes up to so much more. You understand and learn so much more about yourself and about your business. So um, I had the coach up day party the other day, and. Um, when we were we were having a discussion about you know networking and you know having networking and socializing, so I was telling them that literally 
Being an entrepreneur has shaped me and molded me into, you know, a better woman. Um, it has molded me into a better friend, um, a better spouse, because I've met so many people um, that kind of help add, you know, some value into me. And that's one thing I love about just meeting new people and networking, even though it's scary. I was very scared. I was very nervous. Um, but like I said, I put myself all the way out there, and I did something that was, like, normal people wouldn't do like I literally I was traveling like back and forth flying to these different events to where I, I, I w there was no place for us there so um, when I created this platform I tried to incorporate all the things that I learned you know from you know those events and things like that so um, when I do tell people like about the platform for Girl Let's Talk Atlanta it's truly different it's truly something that is not there and I'm trying to make and build my own path in my own way because you know I've learned so much and I'm just like implementing so much stuff into it um, or whatnot so enough about that I admire you Trina <laughs> I admire you girl I love yeah, it but I tell people like I literally have put in so much work and so much time into what I'm doing um, at times to where I, I really don't I don't notice what I'm doing and I don't realize that I'm really doing something that people really love, you know, and so I, and I'm just following my own instinct and my own gut. But I think that that's important though, because I think that people, um, people who see you now would just believe that you're an overnight success and, oh, I can do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think the reality of it is that you, you've done the work. And a lot of people love the shine, but they yes. don't like to do the work. work and they don't want to pay the money to go fly to Vegas. And they right. don't want to, um, you know, stay up late nights, even though you got other responsibilities. And um, in order to do something well, it takes time and it takes time away from what you would normally be doing if you didn't have a business right and so right. i think kudos to you because i think that that <laughs> is really really a good example for folks who are really wanting to do something different you gotta right. put in the work for it. right you know right. you gotta work for it if you want it right if you want it so that kudos to you for that okay thank you i appreciate you all so much yes uh, yes, yeah, y'all can ask me questions. Go ahead, Trina. Okay, yes, yes. because I'm so I, I really love everything that you're doing, especially for all of the women. Every time I see that post rolling, up, I'm like, look at her, <laughs> look at her, you know. And I just want to know, like, because I remember at the Arthur Confession. We talked about you one day waking up and was like, you know what, I'm going to go harder. Yeah. And so I feel like I've had that moment, but I'm still like in my moments like, oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I'm still like in my head, like trying to find like ways and avenues of, you know, what to do to make this thing, you know? Yeah. So do you have any moments like this? Girl, every single day. And the, and the thing about it is like, yes, I want everything that I want to happen and make happen. I'm doing it. Um, I'm doing it at my own pace, at my own stage. Um, I'm not letting anybody influence me or anything like that. But again, like I was saying, at the same time, we're human. We're going to go through it no matter how successful we want to be, no matter how hard that we want to go hard, how many things that events or whatever that we have to go or whatever is on our task list, we're not going to feel like doing it all the time. We're going to feel undefeated. We're going to feel nervous. We're going to feel scared um, and even upset at times. Like, it's, it's just so much to go into it. And that's when you find, like, you know that this is what you truly, really want to do. So you have to expect the unexpected. You have to expect 
that you're not going to feel like getting up on days that you don't feel like. You're going to, um, you know, have to expect those different things. And I've learned to really expect the unexpected, to expect me not wanting to get up. Expect me, like, honestly, I didn't feel like coming out today. Let's <laughs> 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 to be honest, because, like, like I said, my fiancé just came back and everything. But at the same time, this is my brand. This is what I do, you know. And, you know... For me, it's just pulling yourself out. Like, you have to do that on a daily basis. Okay. And that's kind of what I do. Like, I really, sometimes I just pray about it. I meditate. Um, and I think about all the pros and the cons about it. Um, and I, you know, again, if there's something that I really want to make happen, yeah. I want people to see this. You want to put something out right. into the market. You want right. people to relate to. You want right. people to purchase from you. Right. You got to push harder. You got to do harder. You got to be so out there to where people when they see me like when people see me and they see me on social media that's what they expect they see that like wow she go hard like oh my goodness and they don't even think that I would be having damn moments or I'm depressed or I'm stressed out and things like right. that because everything looks all good and, and everything true. on social media that's but true. I deal with those things on a daily basis to where I feel you know Sometimes I feel like I'm not doing enough. Sometimes I feel like it's not worth it. Sometimes I feel like like I could just shut everything down and nobody will ever miss it or, you know, and things like that. So I have so much stuff that goes on in my head on a daily basis. But at the same time, like I told like at the artist professional, it's something here. Um, it just won't go away. Yeah, yep. it's not going to go away. And, <laughs> it's, and every time I feel like that I'm scared and I'm nervous and I'm not going to do it, it, it's like something is just like it shakes me like, yeah. Get it together. <laughs> that means that you're supposed to, supposed to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Just that's like you said, that's the that's the point to where that's going to catapult you into like yeah. the next thing. Yeah. And, and then every single time, I kid you not, when I'm feeling scared, when I'm feeling nervous, I feel like giving up. I feel like stopping, and I go through with whatever action or whatever I'm trying to do. Be like the biggest outcome. It's, it's the biggest outcome. It's like, wow, my God. And then <laughs> when that happens, it begins to be so surreal. So it's like, okay, wow. Just like, you know, I had the event the other day. Like, it was still surreal. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I planned for this, like, months in advance and communicating and talking with everybody, putting everything into place. And then, you know, still feeling, you know, this way and that way. But at the end of the day, everything happened the way that it was supposed to happen. So, you know, just believe in yourself and keep going no matter what. Guys, you can't see me doing a bow, but I am really <laughs> bowing to Miss Trina B. Yes, 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 yes. So that, that's pretty much how I kind of get through it on, on a daily basis. Um, so we're going to tap back into body imagery for one uh, a few, and then we're going to end the podcast because we are 45 minutes in. So yay, we've been doing good, y'all. <laughs> so um, one last thing about body imagery um, and the psychology of body imagery. Um, like I said before, like I'm finding myself to fit in and try to fit in with different, you know, with what I'm doing right now for my career, for my platform. Not saying that I'm trying to fit in to be a part of, a, you know, actual whatever. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> so I was trying to wing it. <laughs> she can be like, okay. But yeah, so like body imagery is everything um, to me. Um, just because I'm learning to be more confident and accept it. And I find that a lot of times for, like we were talking about networking, for a lot of people, they feel um, very, 
they don't feel confident in themselves to get out and be in a room to network and um, communicate with people and things like that. So um, do you have any last words uh, to say about body imagery or anything that we discussed today? (laughs) It, it, you know, it it relates to body imagery, but as far as being confident in your body... Um, I'm also in Toastmasters as well. Okay. Yeah. And that's one, another thing that helped me with being confident and talking and being, you know, okay in my skin. Yeah. So I'm going to give you all this little tip, y'all. Find a Toastmasters in your neighborhood. They're usually at your local library and it's, you show up for free, but you're only spending $65 annually. So that's, that's a lot. You know, I mean, that's not a lot for what you can get. You know what I mean? You're focusing on leadership skills, speaking skills, communication, presentation, all of that. And a lot of people just think it's for use to decide the club, but it's really something that you're going to use on your everyday life. Yeah, for the rest of your life. Everyday life. So if you struggle with, you know, meeting people, um, your image, check out Toastmasters, y'all. And if you want to join my club... Hit me up. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at yes. Change with Londa. I'm the VP of membership, and I got you. I yeah, got you. That's cool. I, I agree with Toastmasters. I did Toastmasters a while back, too. And um, one of the things I did for my office is I made all of the folks that were trying to get into leadership go through Toastmasters. I mean, it, so, you know, what I would say, too, in addition to um, Toastmasters, which I think is a very good idea, is to... Um, Reevaluate your circle. Yep. Like um, yeah, that's, that's you, you need to, yeah <laughs> on, on on a daily basis. The people around you contribute to your confidence mm. or your lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. And so if you um, you know if we are good friends and you say I think I look good in this dress and I say girl you do not look good in that dress. Imagine what that does for you yep. as a human being and as right. a, as a friend. And so right. I think evaluating your circle and making sure you have people who contribute and pour into you right adds yes. to your confidence and it and that's on a body imagery stamp from a body body imagery stamp standpoint from a mental standpoint right, right. from an emotional standpoint right. you know I, I think that that is very important so in addition to kind of doing the toastmaster thing and being able to communicate with people make sure that you have people who are backing yep. what you say you mm-hmm. are to right. the world right. I mean I think that that's really important I've, I've been fortunate to have uh, an amazing tribe of women around me they tell me when I'm wrong but they pump me up when I'm right you know what I mean and you need that because um, if your inner circle tears you down then imagine what the world will do for you so I would say that that's something that you have to keep in mind too okay awesome awesome so did you any um did you have anything to add to that you said it all (laughs) Change the front row, rearrange it. Front row, I like that. Sometimes you got to rearrange it every season, you know? Yeah. You just got to. And, and that's definitely true, I think, um, because for me, like, as far as, because, you know, the platform that I have, Girl is Talking, that mm-hmm. I meet so many women, mm-hmm. and I connect and network with so many women, but all those women are not my friends. <laughs> yeah. All those women yeah. are not, you know, people yeah. that I would have in my inner so- 
circle, but at the same time, they're business owners, and you know, if I needed any services or anything for them, I can, you know, go to them. So one thing about like forming a circle and having friends is not everybody is supposed to be right. your friend. You can't treat everybody that's as true. a friend. Um, and learn to, you know, networking is networking. That's for business, you know, only. And then if you are looking for friends, then you look because it's different characteristics that you're yeah. looking for versus a friend versus business partners yeah. as well. So you know, some people that I meet, they might be like great business people, but at the same time, it's like, okay, she's great with her yeah, business, but 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 I don't know if I would really. <laughs> want her to be my friend like that <laughs> yes I agree with that because I guess I've learned how to like what is it compartmentalize people yeah, or yeah. categorize yes, people yes, yeah yes, like yes. this is my turn up friend yeah, <laughs> but right, I know I can't right. talk serious with her right, you know right. because she might feel some type of way not right. on purpose but right. that's natural instinct when right. you're not doing the same thing that the next person is doing then I got my serious friend who I can really you know spill <laughs> Then I got my childhood friend who knows everything about exactly, me. Exactly, exactly. Um, might not be in the same field or doing the same thing, but she was going to always root yes, for me. Yes, so, and that's awesome, man. Can I just add one more thing? I, I think um, the last thing I would say, and this is really funny, me and my girlfriend were talking about this, um, and we posted a video on, on my um, Instagram page at The Swing Pro, but we were talking about how important it is to celebrate yourself. Yes. yes right. Yes. So, um, and one of the things, and I didn't do this until I was a little bit older and I don't know why I, I just, I just did it one day, but how amazing is it to just dress up one day, get your makeup done, put on whatever you think is fly and you do a photo shoot. Like, have, have you tried a photo shoot? Like when you look back at the pic, there's something about, taking the moment to do what you think is beautiful and then capturing that in a photograph and being able to look back at that um, that changes how you feel about your body it changes about it changes your feelings about how you think of yourself and um, there is nothing more important than a woman being able to sit back and look at herself and be like I'm dope yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. that do something yeah, for you? It does. That it that moment does. that you can look at that picture. I mean, you don't even have to have a photo shoot. You could just look at a picture that you really look nice. Um, you you went to an event and you really look nice that day, and you kind of you say, "I got it that day. I got, yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I did yeah. that." Yeah. What? Yeah. But but I think that that's important in uh, an important part of celebrating who we are as yeah. individuals and celebrating ourselves. And again, I'll just go back to this. I mean, you know, I tell all people who are around me, I don't need your permission to be me. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. And I will not ask you for your permission because your permission may come with restrictions. <laughs> right? You you may say I could just be this great when I'm really thinking about I can be that great. Right, you know what right, I mean? And right. so I think just finding ways to celebrate who you are. It doesn't have to be with a tribe of people. It just needs to be your individual celebration so you know you can always come back to that and reset yes, when reset. the world Yeah, your book, right? Reset whenever you feel like you're off kilter. Yeah. So yeah. body image or not. I definitely agree with that because I do that all the time. Like I said, <laughs> this platform, I meet so many women, but at the end of the day, like I said, half of them are not my friends. So if I want to go out and do different yeah. things, like just last week I went 
I went to a, um, a nice little spot. I had me a glass of wine. Yeah, I had me an appetizer. I went and got my nails and toes done. I, I went and got a facial. Got my, I, I went and got my hair done. And I, and I do that quite often because if you're, that's, the thing is, if you're waiting on somebody to celebrate you, you're never, you know, you're never going to get it. And you always expecting things from people. So you have to learn how, like you said, to appreciate yourself, give yourself, and be happy with yourself. And, you know, do what makes you feel happy and comfortable. Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, girl. That's why I be like, you know what? Today I'm going to do this. Today I'm going to do that. And then, like I said, I'm a mom. And then I have a spouse as well. So I have all these people who, you know, try to get, they get all of my attention. Yeah. But when I Save say, okay, when I say, okay, this is what I'm going to do today, I don't care what y'all got going on. What and what's what I'm going to do what I'm going to do, you know, and I'm going to be happy about it. And I'm not going to feel some type of way because I dedicate too much time and delegate too much time to everybody here. So y'all got a problem with it. What can y'all do about it? Yeah, Nothing. Because right. <laughs> I'm the superhero around here. Yeah. Okay? You know, I love it. I love it. That's true. Same thing. Just give one more shout out. Yeah. Katrina. Like, you are like really, um, and so. FYI, like we just connected like not too long ago on Instagram and what I will say about our experiences is she was completely welcoming, which I think is just again a really dope example of how we are greater together than we are than the differences between us. Like period. And so um, it was like a two-day process where we <laughs> yeah, just connected yeah. and she was like yeah so what else you got going on but I think it's just a real good example of how uh you you asked the question earlier about well what what advice would you give people who want to network and want to connect with people don't be afraid to let conversation yes. evolve yeah. because right <laughs> but that's true. because if we had just been like hey girl hey, or no girl yeah. or or you never responded we wouldn't be sitting at the that's table true. today right. so sometimes right. you gotta like go out on a limb show your true self and yep. your true self might connect with the yep. right person yep. so kudos yep. to you yes. for um, you. just allowing that space to happen mm-hmm. and doing it with like so much class you know yeah. what I'm saying and I appreciate <laughs> appreciate that about you and that's a good example so ladies yes. ladies ladies <laughs> your help is always in the room yes. even if that's in your dm <laughs> yes, yes. i love it i love it okay awesome awesome so if you don't have anything add we're going to close out the podcast again this was um girl let's talk atlanta the topic today was body imagery and i had two special guests today um, Miss Yolanda and Ms. Londa and you can find them both on social media at Change with Londa A and at the Shrink Pro. Okay, awesome. Well, you heard it from them. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation today. Um, and please connect with these ladies if you feel like one of them reaches out to you. Again, this is Trina B with Girl Let's Talk Atlanta, and I appreciate you all for tuning in today. Bye. Okay.